bright and early here on a Tuesday. What, what happened here? We switched places. Now I'm back at a DCPN headquarters in my home office, and you're on vacation. Ty Dawson, where are you at? Uh, currently in Houston, uh, and then Thursday heading to San Antonio for the Sweet 16. Okay, looking at tickets, just kind of going to be in the area. What's the plan? Oh, uh, we're, we're going to the games. Oh, <laughs> all right. Boots on the ground. I absolutely love it. All right, so what we're hoping to do here with Corbett's Corner, obviously we gave you the bracket. Pretty solid. I mean, we got clipped, obviously, as a lot of people did with some of the bigger upsets, some of the trendier teams, Kentucky, Iowa. But I think we made out all right. Arizona, you've been high on. They are skating into the Sweet 16, but arguably uh, probably the toughest matchup to date, right? I, I think Houston's been a trendy pick. Uh, they're obviously highly rated in the basketball power index. I think actually rated higher than Arizona. But what's your read on this game as we get a, a banger for the Sweet 16? All right, th th this game is I'm super excited and one of them that will be in in San Antonio. So uh, going to be able to watch that one live from the AT&T Center. Um, however, I, I just don't know how Houston will match up to the size of Arizona with Coloco and Oh God, what's number 11? I forget his name, but, uh, but it, it, it's going to be all about tempo. Arizona is going to want to get out and run. Houston likes to slow things down. Um, so whoever controls the tempo is going to win this one. Obviously I hope Arizona wins this one, but uh, Houston's playing really good basketball right now. Yeah, indeed. Only a one and a half point line, which is crazy. So here's our bracket here. Um, who killed us? Iowa and Kentucky killed us in our final four, but we still have the final intact and are obviously our champion. Uh, North Carolina was a great pick by us to take out the only one seed. Uh, so we're making out all right. What do we got up here? Uh, yeah, a little 62%, but we got some points on the board. All right, let's finish out that bracket. What are your thoughts here on Michigan? I mean, we kind of all saw, <laughs> we should have just assumed this, right? I mean, death right. taxes and Michigan here playing Villanova. What's the read on this game? Uh, I think it's going to come down to Jay Wright, obviously having a, some success, 2016, 2018 national championships. I think Villanova gets this one done against Michigan. However, I didn't have Michigan in any of my brackets winning. Mm. So I could be completely wrong on this one, but I just think Villanova's too strong for Michigan. I did have Michigan in one of my brackets to this point. I think they fell here uh, to Villanova. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, both games, Michigan has been down in the first half and have come back. Obviously, the Colorado State one was just like a flip of a switch and they ran away with it. Um, Going to be interesting. I think we're both leaning the winner of Arizona Houston, probably getting it done. All right. The Zags 0-2 against the number meets 0-2 against the number Arkansas. I, you know, we have an Arkansas this far. Uh, I like Musselman. That's an SEC team. Taking on Gonzaga, Gonzaga's been playing, you know, pretty close to <laughs> dangerously, if I'm not, if I say so myself here, do they get past SAS here, Arkansas? I personally do not think so. I think mm -hmm. Arkansas clips Gonzaga here. Um, Gonzaga did not look very strong against Memphis. Um, yes, I think Memphis is a very talented side, hence why we had Memphis advancing in the next round. But yep. I still like our pick here. I like Arkansas getting past Gonzaga. Yeah, nine points right there. I, I think certainly the play on the points is the way to go. Uh, Gonzaga has left a lot to be desired. Um, Arkansas there, we've got them. That would be a huge winner for our bracket. Uh, you know, we did pretty good on this side, except for obviously we picked uh, another upset there in the 1-9 matchup. Texas Tech-Duke is very intriguing. We've got the Raiders rolling. 
Right. We do have Texas Tech uh, rolling, and this might be one of the only ones that I'm like, ah, I'm not sure about right now. Uh, Duke has played very well. Um, people are thinking that Coach K is getting some good calls here from the referees uh, <laughs> on the game. So um, it, it's going to be a tough one here. I think it's going to be a very fun uh, up-tempo game. Texas Tech, though, does like to slow it down, but I think they're going to play up to Duke's standards just because Duke gets out and run. The big men's go straight to the basket, and they look to try to get the edge to post up the big guys. So um, I think this is going to be a fantastic game. I saw it was a one-point line, um, which doesn't surprise me at all. I think yeah. it's going to come down to one possession towards the end of the game. I, it, it's shocking to me. First of all, Duke should be 0-2 against number two. I can't believe they pulled that out of their ass against Michigan State to cover that line. Um, Texas Tech, life without Chris Beard. Business as usual. That's crazy. Who is this new guy? It, it's crazy. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. He's, he's getting results. Um, okay, let's shift on down here. Oh, okay. Here, here's the red side of the bracket we got here. Um, my dad, uh, went to Kansas back when, uh, you know, he's roommates with fog Allen back in the prehistoric ages. He always, I've lived by this whenever Kansas is a one seed, be aware. Well, they've made it this far. Nobody, I have, I've been not touching Providence with a 10 foot pole and I think they like it. Uh, they move here. Nobody's talking about Providence. Should the Jayhawks be worried? Is my dad's kind of, you know, writing on the wall coming accurate here in the sweet 16. Yeah, it, Kansas should not be uh, very comfortable here. The Friars obviously got a massive result against the Spiders. Um, so uh, Providence is a scary team. Uh, people think that there's a lot of luck on, or with them, especially with all their one-possession wins this year. But Ed Cooley has them playing well right now. Um, but I don't know. I really like Igbaji. I think yeah. Kansas can get it done, but they're going to have to be clicking on all cylinders. I mean, they can't be looking ahead right now, obviously, but their path is kind of set in stone to at least make it to the final four as we've got uh, 11, the good old 11-10 matchup down here. Jim Laranega, I mean, he could barely beat Boston College. You know, he's dancing in the Sweet 16. South Dakota State's own TJ Otzelberger takes over a two-win Iowa State team. Obviously had a great uh, non-conference schedule, kind of took the league by storm, the nation by storm, fizzled out in big 12 play, but he's here. We probably should have expected it too. Of course, my future Wisconsin pulls a Wisconsin and goes down in the second round. <laughs> um, I, I like Miami in this one. Hmm. I, I just don't think Iowa state can put up as much points. Um, but I, I personally think Miami getting a very, very big win over Auburn, 18 points. I think they're rolling. Um, I'll be honest. I had USC all the way to this point. Getting to Elite Eight and all my brackets as well. So tough to see USC go down. That was a great first-round matchup against Miami. But I, I just think Miami is the superior side in this one. And look at that. We called Iowa State there. That was also a nice one over Wisconsin. And we had USC moving on, which was kind of the right play, right? The winner of that game, we, we knew Auburn was susceptible. And here we are. Um, okay, so final side of the bracket here. We are head on with North Carolina. You love the St. Mary's squad. I would argue... That just shows how dominant UCLA is. Mick Cronin, they had him here this year. They return guys, and boom, they've got another avenue to the Final Four. Right. I, I Although I think that North Carolina-UCLA game is also one of the top three games here mm -hmm. uh, for the round of uh, 16 here. So 
I, I don't think UCLA has a cakewalk by any means, but I would say UCLA definitely has a good draw here, and uh, I could see them beating North Carolina. I just keep waiting for Hubert Davis to make a rookie head coach mistake. It's almost like you see Roy Williams is he like coaching from the stands behind him in all the games. Like, Jesus Christ, man, I thought you were tired. All right, do the Peacocks keep rolling? Obviously, the story, the Cinderella of the tournament. I think Purdue size is too much for the Peacocks, to be honest. I don't know, especially if, uh, what's the name of Fedo or uh, for the Peacocks, if he gets in foul trouble, I think it's going to be just throw the ball in, into the paint and just ha- have either Edie or Travion Williams just go up and two-hand punch it in their face. <laughs> 12 and a half points, that line. All right, so you're obviously still liking Arizona. I, You know, I really like our final there. I, I'm going to say I think the winner of Arizona-Houston – which I still think is up in the air, will win the title. That is my prediction here after we get to the Sweet 16. But I like Texas Tech, too. Um, I like Arkansas. I I think our bracket's looking pretty decent here. Your kind of overall thoughts. Yeah, no, I think our bracket's looking pretty decent. Obviously, the the top half looks great. Bottom Mm -hmm. half, uh, not not so much. But, uh, but, I mean, there there were a lot of big upsets, like we said, in in the bottom half. And – everyone's bracket kind of looks like that. So um, I, I like where we're at, and I, I, I like the chances for the final. Here's a little peek at all the ones I ended up doing. Of course, there's some ice cubes, uh, some frosticles there. Um, let's see, Illinois obviously going down. So this, this Houston one, which I would argue is probably my best bracket, obviously hangs in the balance directly against ours. But uh, what did I uh, – yeah, Gonzaga. And, yeah, nothing – Nothing looking too good there. All right, before we get you out of here, Corbett's Corner, and we'll go let you uh, enjoy your vacation here. Uh, Matt Ryan thoughts, okay? Keep me in check. Keep me in check. Here are my thoughts. Um, Love it. Awesome. Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, he looks super happy. I'm seeing photos of him landing in Indy. That's what it feels to be wanted by a team. You know, the Colts were like, hey, we want you. We don't want Jimmy G. You know, Falcons wanted a serial sex offender over them. The Falcons totally fumbled the bag on their side. They could have just kept Matt Ryan, kept their franchise icon, and gotten to their eventual quarterback who they're going to draft probably next year. They totally fumbled the bag. I love where the Colts are at. Loaded AFC West or AFC in general. I think the only hope is beat up on the weakest division, hopefully snag a bye, home field advantage, and pray that can beat the more talented quarterbacks. But God, I'm looking at the Colts roster and I'm salivating. Finally, a good team, arguably the best team around him in his career. Right. No, absolutely. They got a great offensive line. Jonathan Taylor's playing fantastic right now, uh, which should make the defense respect that. I mean, Matt Ryan has shown that he can pass and he can, he, he, he'll make you pay as long as he has time. The big question was, or the problem in Atlanta was he just didn't have time in the pocket. Now, obviously, he's a little bit older, not as mobile, but if he has time, he's going to find he's going to find his receivers. So, um, no, I think it's a great signing for the Colts. He's still going to have the Matt Ryan game, which is, you know, the puzzling like two picks or something, you know, but it's an upgrade over Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, I would argue, did not have a terrible year last year. If the Colts can make him, his numbers look like that. Imagine what Matt Ryan could do when he won the MVP at Alex Mack in front of him. Now he's got arguably the best guard in the NFL in front of him and Quentin Nelson, Jonathan Taylor behind him back when he was MVP he had Devonte Freeman, which was obviously made because of Kyle Shanahan's insane run offense, but Taylor's just going to take the ball and just alleviate all that pressure. I love it. 
Uh, so Matty Ice to the Colts uh, and my fandom with him. All right, speaking of fandom, let's get you out of here. Some Timberwolves thoughts. They lose last night. I was totally wrong thinking they would be awful this year. They're not – obviously not awful. They're not only just solid. I would say, like, they're pretty good. They're right there. I You know, they're, they just lose. They're going to be in the play-in game unless they could beat out the Nuggets. Um, what are your expectations as a T-Wolves fan? No, I think the T-Wolves have surpassed a lot of people's expectations this year. Um, as long as they get fully healthy – I think they're going to be not a team that people are going to want to see in the playoffs. Um, they've been playing very well. Unfortunately, get clipped by the Mavs by two last night. But uh, Target Center has been rocking. Yeah. Yes, they uh, beat a Bucks team with no Giannis. But still, I mean, that looks on the stat sheet and uh, schedule with them winning by 20-plus. Sure. Massive result for them. Uh, people probably had that chalked up as a loss with the remaining games going, but – um, I think that uh, as long as they stay healthy, like I said, they, they're going to be a team that people aren't going to want to see. I owe Chris Finch an apology. I mean, he is totally, he's flipped. I mean, the way they hired him was total Timberwolves, but he, like he got them into a defensive team. I think Pat Bev, the acquisition was great. You know, I laughed at it, but he's a locker room guy. He's laughing at Russ. He b- makes his team believe that they can win. And to your point, you love your Grizzlies. I think the West is wide open. Like, you know, I, I was kind of talking with Bryce and uh, Matt the other day. I was like, there's a, literally a path where the Wolves can make it to the Western Conference Finals, you know, if they get hot. Uh, I think it's Suns above everyone else, but two through eight, uh, you know, you name it, and I'm a believer. Right. No, absolutely. I think the West is totally wide open. Um, so it's going to be fun NBA playoffs here. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, enjoy the vacation. Looking forward to seeing some boots on the ground there for Arizona-Houston. Keep up to date with our bracket and up to date with us here on Corbett's Corner. My thanks to Ty Dawson.